bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of judgment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. So, do you believe in telling the future? Do, do you believe in, like, do you know anybody that can tell the future? Can you tell the truth? Do your dreams tell the future? I wonder. I mean, I'm I'm not necessarily a believer in like soothsaying, if you know what that is, fortune telling. But I think there's some things in your future you can you can do or start down a path in order to create and make happen. But can you predict what the future will bring? I mean, I don't I don't think you can do it 100%. I, don't, I mean, I don't I don't think you can say tomorrow at 2 o'clock, uh, the spotted owl will be seen in the 3rd Street market. That's just me, but I don't I don't think it can be done. I think there's some things in life we can we can predict. Like if you choose a career, if you go to college, go to high school, learn a trade, get out, and then practice it. I think that is predicting your future. 
And so I have to qualify the question with, can you predict someone else's future or can you predict your own future? I believe you can predict your own future. I believe that you can pursue a goal in life, make the decision to pursue it, win it, complete it, and you've now set in motion what your future will look like. So when I speak in general, how can we predict what the future will bring? My answer would be, we can't. Can you predict your future? I would have to say yes, but then how? How do you predict the future when you don't know whether or not you'll even complete your own task? How can you predict the future when you don't know what will happen, what will interact with your decision-making, your actions, your plans, your goals? You don't know. I mean, you can always go the Nike route and just do it, but that doesn't necessarily mean you'll be successful. But when it comes to predicting, I would think that you might be the very one that can predict your own future. And I think part of the problem is we spend an inordinate amount of time trying to tell other people what they should do with their lives and where they should go with their goals and how something should be and how something should look. When in fact, that's a pretty personal thing. When in fact, your future is actually up to you. So when it doesn't work out, who do you blame? The man? When you don't pass the class, the instructor? And, and this is all things being equal. I know there are instances in life when people purposefully and intentionally do things to rock our world, to make things go bad. But all things being equal, do you, have, do you not have the house? Do you have the house because you had good credit? Or did you do something that caused you to have bad credit? 833-212-1017 is the number. Can you predict your future? Like, like, how can we predict what the future will be? Well, let me rephrase that. How can I, how can you predict what my future, your future is going to be? Because we have a lot of people that say you can't predict your future. And I disagree. I think you can plan your future. I think you can wake up and decide this is where I want to go. This is what I want to do and then do it. Notice I didn't say anything about success because your future might not be successful. And it's your fault. 
But we've got two separate things already on the talk and text line that go against each other. Craig said, hey, Dr. Ken, that's easy. Prepare today for what might come tomorrow. But that's not predicting your future. That's hope. And then Dwayne said, I don't think you can predict your future. I think you can plan your future, but you never know. God might have other plans for you. Well, I say that's what prayer is for. To lay on your heart what you should plant, what you should pray for to come to pass, and then it comes to pass. I don't know. Maybe that's just wishful thinking. But in the end, I believe there's only one way to predict your future. So as I looked up and did research on predicting one's future, number one, it's personal. Number two, you have to do it. And number three, Peter Drucker said it best. The best way to predict your future, it's only one thing you need to do. Only one way you need to look at it. The only thing you need to do is create it. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. Be sure to tune in to The Truth this Saturday, 10 a.m. for another episode of Soft Life Chronicles presented by all of us Milwaukee at the Center for Community Engagement and Health Partnerships. Sickle cell disease can be a devastating one to live with and the most one of the most common diseases in African-Americans in the country. Denise Thomas and all of us in Milwaukee will discuss what it's, what it's like to live with sickle cell and what COVID-DX is trying to do to impact the lives of sickle cell patients. So be sure to listen to it, The Soft Life Chronicles, 10 a.m. Saturday, presented by all of us in Milwaukee right here on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. 833-212-1017 is the number. Talk a text line. So before the break, we were talking about can you predict your future? 833-212-1017. I, I'm, I don't think you can predict your future. I think, again, Craig uh, Dwayne said you can plan your future, but you never know. God might have other plans for you. Craig at it. Well, first he said, hey, Dr. Ken, that's easy by preparing today for what might come tomorrow. But then he said, save money with smart investment and create your future. But then how do you create your future? Did you decide 
to just do what you do? Or did you decide, hey, I want to do this, and then you figured out what it took to do it, and then you did it? You created your future. You predicted your future by deciding this is what I want to do. And that's something you have to remember. Your future can be predicted if you simply make a decision. 833-212-1017. What decision did you make that made your future turn out the way it is? What decision did you say, you know what, I'm going to apply for that job and I'm going to see what happens I'm a, or I'm going to apply for that job and I'm going to get that job. And then if you didn't get it, you figured out, hey, this is what I did wrong. This is what I need to do next time. And then kept doing it. But you kept pursuing the same thing. I wanted to be a police officer. And so I think the first place I applied was Illinois State Police. And I failed the written test by two points. I was supposed to get a 60 or whatever. Because 60% can be 60% of 200 questions or whatever. I didn't. No, it was a 70, 72, something like that. I was two points off. All these people here were like two points off. Now, later, somebody came back and said, well, somebody was playing with a test and, you know, there was some irregularities and we're interested in having you. And I was like, do I really want to work for an agency that back in the day cheated? Literally cheated me out of a a job. Like I failed the written exam, so I couldn't take the physical agility, but it was, yeah, it was. And so then I applied for a suburb. And when I applied for the suburb, they were picking five people. I'm sorry, they were picking four people. I was number five. And so I said, you know what? Nah. And I kind of gave up on it. Never really wanted to work for Chicago. But then I turned around and applied to Milwaukee because a friend of mine came up here and that was that. And now this April 12th, 30 years later, still here, absolutely loving it. Love the city, love the people, love the organizations. And I'm glad and I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Great things have happened to me here. I planned and created, I believe, created my future. Now, I also recognize that I actually prayed about what it was that I needed to do. Like, what do I need to do? What does my future hold? Because I was working in radio and TV and making, you know, some really good bank. But it wasn't that, that, that whole lifestyle wasn't for me. Living off airplanes, living in hotels. You know, strange people in Hollywood and New York and L.A. and Florida and what kind of places, Chicago. So I said, you know what, let me let me let me look into something that was laid on my heart to do. And then I did it and it came to pass. I had to figure out what I need to do today in order to create. My future. So I like to hear, you know, whatever's in God's plan. I'm a believer in. I get to choose because God gave me free will. And I think that path is kind of broad and I get to walk down and kind of do whatever I want to do as long as I'm walking that path. That's just me. You can agree, disagree, not care. Eh. 
But I think I created my path. I believe I created my path. So now everything I do, I sit down, I think about it, and I go, what is the best way to get to point B? And I detail what it'll take. And then I do it. Does it always work out? I would say 95% of the time, I'm spot on. But it's taking that time. And, and, I, and I think I, I agree with both Craig and Dwayne that you prepare today, but I don't prepare today for what might come tomorrow. I prepare today expecting it tomorrow. That's the difference. Not hope, not dream. I prepare today. Let me even drop that. I don't prepare today. I do it today so I can have it tomorrow. And that makes more sense to me. That kind of makes, if you really want it, you do what you need to do today in order to get it. And I think people miss it because they expect somebody else to do it for them. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. It sounds scary predicting the future. But what have you done in your past that caused your current whatever to be here? What what is it? And so what, 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 what caused it? I can look at very specific things in my life and go, oh, man, I didn't even know it. But when I did that, boop, this happened. When I did this, that happened. To this day, I cannot tell you what caused me to sit there and go, you know what? I should go get my Ph.D. I had finished my master's degree. It was two th- I finished in 2002 and I was sitting back chilling teaching, doing nothing. And it was great because my school loan paid for itself, right? I would go teach and then the money would go into the bank and then they would take it out automatically to pay my school loan. It was like, I never saw it. Like it was like, it was never there. But I remember seeing, and I don't know how it popped up. I don't know if it was on TV or where it just popped up. Marion university is starting a, no, at the time it was Marion College is starting a uh, PhD program. I went, oh, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not smart enough. But eventually did it and got it. And lo and behold. But I had to create that path. I had to predict my future. If I want, if I want this, I have to create the circumstances to get it. I couldn't just walk in and say, hey, you know what? I want this. And then just magically it happened. You have to be intentional. And I think many things in the black community are not there because sometimes people are not intentional. We are not intentional. And that troubles me a great deal. That troubles me because we turn over so many things in our life to other people thinking they're going to do it for us and they're not. 
thinking they're going to make it happen without us putting forward any work or action or anything. And that's bizarre to me. That is definitely bizarre. Because I know it's not going to happen. I know in the end, that's not going to happen. We'll be waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for other people to take control of our lives. When in fact, we can do it ourselves. Who keeps moving the garbage can? Like, what's up with that? Why is it all the way over there? Who moved the garbage can? Benjamin, did you move the garbage can? You probably did, didn't you? Tori kept bumping into it. Boom. <laughs> oh, wait. Our shots look good. Man, it's a garbage can. It ain't. Dr- look, look. Dress it up and put a logo on it. Put a truth logo on it. See? Right? I don't play basketball. I'm a football player. I like football. I don't, I don't do basketball. So don't be looking for me to make no shots because you know if I try to shoot it, I'm going to miss it. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The new 101.7 The Truth is home of Milwaukee Panthers basketball. Don't miss any of the hoop action by listening to Panthers basketball right here on the new 101.7 The Truth, The Truth app, and all your favorite streaming platforms. We have Horizon League Conference Tournament basketball tonight on The Truth. Tune in as the Milwaukee Panthers host the Wright State Raiders in the Horizon League quarterfinals live from the UWM Klatchy Center. Coverage begins at 6.30 p.m. Tip-off. At 7, right here on the new 101.7 The Truth. 833-212-1017 is the number. Before the break, we were we were talking about how we, uh, and I guess I've been kind of talking about it since the beginning, how, how, how do we, how do we, how do we predict what our future is going to be? Was, is, is something missing for people that are poor? People that don't have an education, people that don't have a job, people that don't excel in life. And when I say excel, I mean just, you know, do whatever it is they want to do. Is it because of them? Is it a, it is a, is it a series of problems? I have a friend of mine who was, who was going through not making enough money. And I always say, you know, why don't you get an extra job. Well, I got to find this and that. I said, yeah, but that means that one night you're going to have to sit up till, I don't know, 12, one, two o'clock in the morning, filling out online applications. But before you do that, why don't you simply go back, do your LinkedIn page, Get it up to speed with the right keywords. 
and then start applying for jobs. Like, that's it. Full stop. And then you'll be able to get a job, I, I believe. Why? Because I'm already believing that I'm getting it versus hoping or thinking or working toward. Nay on the talking text said, you already quoted one of my favorite quotes, the best way to predict your future is to create it. But one of the things that have shaped one's future is recognizing an opportunity. Recognizing opportunities allows one to act and move forward. No, nay, let me disagree for this point. Are you saying that works for you? Because what works for one person may not necessarily work for everybody else. And I think we forget when we apply our circumstances to other people and then look at them and say, why don't you have that? Well, they don't have it because they're not you. They don't have it because they don't do what you do. They don't have the brain cells you do. 833-212-1017 is the number if you want to chime in. They don't have the experience you do. So how can you possibly have the same outcome where you don't have the same inputs? The difference in two people in the same school, in the same grade, going through school together and graduating, the only difference is the DNA that's in them. That's it. The thoughts, the influences of people around them, nature versus nurture, the five people you hang out with, that dictates exactly where you will end up. And I think sometimes we forget about that. Sometimes, let me rephrase that. Many times we need to just put our head down and go. We're so busy looking in the future, we forget about today. All I need to do is cre- is create the avenue to get to the next day. Finish what you got to do today. That's all. It ain't it ain't rocket science. Rocket science ain't even rocket science. It's math and engineering. So at some point, we have to remember that we can actually do whatever it is we want to do. We know what opportunities are. That's when stuff like fear, intimidation. Many times when white people see that in us, they call it lazy. But if you've been fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting so long that you just get tired and you don't want to bother anymore, that's not lazy. That's tired. I'm approaching that point. I'm approaching 30 years of being in Milwaukee and running and gunning and doing and arresting and going to court and doing this and doing that and supervising and shift commander and all. And you just get to a point where you just go, you know what? Let somebody else do it. I'm out. You just tap out. It's done. Because you don't see change happening. My hope is, but I don't see it. I don't see it. 833-212-1017 is the number. I was having a conversation with um, a teammate earlier, and he asked me a question, and I had to laugh. By the way, I'm drinking some Starbucks Verona coffee, so, you know. It's my, it's my second cup today. 
I've only had two. I think that's pretty good. I've been I've cut back considerably. I think I told everybody I cut back. I'm losing. I'm trying to lose weight, so I'm good, right? So I'm. I'm on my thing. I should probably weigh myself every day, right? Just get on the scale. How much have you lost? Maybe maybe once a week. Oh, you lost four ounces. People be like, dude, really? But I digress. Somebody asked me, why does getting your hair cut cost so much? And I said, well, how much do you pay to get your hair cut? This is, this is a man. And he said, $30. And I went, like, that's it? He was like, yeah, $30. I was like, wow. So then I asked someone else, hey, how much you pay to get your hair cut? And he said, my mother cut my hair. I was like, that was a millennial move right there. That was a Gen Z move. Boom, my mother cut my hair. But my hair is not like that. Like, my mother can't cut my hair. Like, when I had hair in college, it looked like his hair. So, eh. And then you get tired of it. So, so you go to a barber. How much? I didn't hear you. What? Pictures or it didn't happen back in the 1980s. Are you kidding? What I'm trying to tell you is that nobody thought to take pictures of it because it didn't matter. Number one. Number two, I think I might have some pictures of my hair being significantly longer. I might have some. Um, but I don't have to prove it to you, so I don't really care why you even ask. Like, well, what is that? Like, you're going to make me prove it or something? What is that? I don't need to prove myself to you. I'm your elder. You're not mine. Missile. That was me faking and saying mister, but anyway. But no, no seriously. So we didn't think about pictures then because you had to go buy the film, put it in the camera, take the picture, go get it developed. That's called money. Like, I bet if you go right now to your parents, if they're probably Gen X or older and ask them, where are your camera cartridges? They'll give you like five or six that they never got developed because they couldn't afford it. Just laying around. I don't even think there's anybody that could do those. Anyway. But I digress. (laughs) Call said, uh, first of all, men didn't have carefree curls. Women had carefree curls. All right. Just, Just so you know. Number two, a good pair of clippers can be purchased for $75. Have you ever seen anybody's head that they cut themselves? Exactly. So unless you're buying them. To give somebody else to use on you? Nah, we, we're not doing that. I'm not cutting my own hair. That's not going to happen. Some things in life I will gladly pay. Now, I guess the question is, what men go to get a manicure? Go get a manicure? You're not old enough anyway, so. <laughs> None of y'all go get a manicure, do you? So here's the kicker. My cuticles grow so freaking fast and my hand and my, my nails grow so fast because I, I, I do drink milk and take vitamins and they grow crazy. 
Watch this. Dr. Ken Carefree Curl was a was a name brand. I know it was a name brand. I'm not dumb. But the most of the people I saw use it were women. That's all. That's all. Do I even remember back that far? That had to be the 1970s where you had that drip, drip chemical in your hair. I never had that. You know why? I didn't want to look like a girl. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Talking Texas, I said, I think the RB group Full Force, who were also bodybuilders, had an endorsement deal with Carefree Curl. Good doctor in the mid to late 80s. Yeah, I was working by the end. I graduated from the college and um been been, you know, just just working. Dr. Ken, did you ever wear stacked shoes? Of course I wore stacked shoes. What's wrong with you? The same idiocy that all the guys and girls are wearing today, to which I want to remind them that 40 years ago, all of that stuff that everybody's wearing, the hairstyles, everything was out in the 1970s. I didn't, I didn't want to break it to them. I didn't want to tell them if you want some old clothes, you can come to my closet and get them. And people will think you bought them. And they, you know, and so I look through some of the magazines and I look at the high end luxury clothing and I'm going, why is this high end luxury clothing today when it's sitting in my closet? Same brand that wasn't luxury 40 years ago. Okay. Now here's a, here's another question. Does anybody buy anything retail anymore? Like, does anybody go in and say, hey, that suit is $500 and then pay $500? I don't think I've bought anything retail in probably 20 years. I just refuse. I'll go find it. I'll get it secondhand, but I'm not paying full price. I just refuse. I can't. Does that make me cheap? A miser or... Prudent. I don't know. 833 is the number. Did I wear stacked shoes? Yep, sure did. Probably contributed to my bad back today. I don't understand how women wear um, five-inch heels. That's just bizarre. I, I just don't get it. I don't understand. Hey, that's commission one step after another. Yep, it is. It is. LT said, I bet you don't buy secondhand underwear. I'm thinking about the fool that gives away secondhand underwear. Like, who would give away used underwear? 
you can say that on the air, but I'm not saying that because then they'll it, think it I just, said it. It just depends who it's from, okay? I Why would you wear secondhand of, underwear of from somebody else? Who? Now, who? I didn't say I'm not gonna. I'm gonna wear it. I didn't say I was gonna wear it. Who? I would just re- receive. You know, like it. Michael Jackson's underwear. Michael Jackson. No, I I never. It's Prince? not gonna be a a, a male. Madonna. Underwear. You say Madonna. I, I'm I'm trying to find somebody that you would absolutely gross out. Like absolutely not. Yeah, Madonna is where I'm <laughs> definitely trying that one. <laughs> but what actress would you? What actresses? Underwear would you buy? 833-212-1017. What actress's underwear or actor secondhand underwear would you buy? Not to wear, but just to say, woo, look what I got. I'm trying to think. I can't think of nobody. And stay married. <laughs> I'm not stupid. But think about that. Who's, who's, who's secondhand underwear? And it could be a T-shirt. Ugh. Somebody said Lizzo. Ugh. I'd buy them so I could burn them. <laughs> Lizzo. Ooh. I got issues with that. The the whole I'm gonna get hollered at, so I'm just not gonna say it. But you know I'm gonna say it after five o'clock, right? You know what I'm saying? Which means I'm gonna probably say it now. Um caller said uh <laughs> Talk of text saying, good doctor, I will never, the caller said, I will never forget my grandfather who only wore overalls and suits. Asked my uncles why they were wearing girls' shoes when they came to Mississippi wearing stacks and tight bell bottoms y'all wore in the 1970s. Wow. So wonder he didn't get punched in the face. I'm talking about the grandfather punching them in the face. <laughs> There's somebody, why are you so violent? Who's who's would you? Lizzo? Absolutely not. Ew. I think we have glorified some things in this country that are going to be detrimental to the future of this country. I, I think we we make things okay when in fact they're not okay under the guise of accepting people as who they are. Being obese is not good for you unless you're keeping yourself healthy, exercising, vitamins, whatever medications you may or may not need, all that. But to glorify the stresses that obesity could put on you, I don't know. I'm not saying you talk poorly of people who are obese, but but let's not but let's not pretend that that's healthy. Well, of course, Eva Mendez, that's the first one popped in my mind. Eva Mendez. That goes without saying. Also, um, Samala Hayek. Selma Hayek? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Selma Hayek. She's pretty hot too. Got you got a thing for Latinas, huh? Sophia Varega. 
Sofia Vrega, I don't know. I don't know. She got a little bit of baggage. I don't know. I don't know. So wait a minute. Ain't no white girls in y'all? Ain't no white girls in y'all? She like, he like, nah. I'll hit up Taylor Swift for the one time. Taylor Swift? Let her write a song about me. A negative song? As long as you can get 50% of the royalty, sure. <laughs> no, I don't think. Taylor Swift? This is literally the first white girl I thought of, okay? Okay. All right. Swift. <laughs> it's a swizzle. <laughs> oh, Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner. Oh, underwear. Basketball player. Didn't she sign a new contract? I think so, yeah. She, and she was just uh, with KD the other day, but yeah, also yeah. Uh, Rosario Dawson. Yeah, Rosario, because she a sister. Rosario's a sister. So I'm just saying. Rosario Dawson. Yeah, but Eva Mendez is like at the top of my list. Eva's like, pink, number one. With a bullet. <laughs> Let me see. Um, that's about it. But ladies, who? 833-212-1017. Ladies, who, what man? Secondhand underwear would you buy? I mean, think about it. We talk trash, but if it was private, hey, I got I got a pair of Michael Jordan's, um, you know, he wore them in 1994 when he won the championship in Chicago. Okay. Who? Man. I'm not falling for that one. You thought I was going to say that on the air player? Do I look stupid? (laughs) You thought you was going to jam me with that one? Dude, stop. So here's the deal. Young people have this really, really, really warped thing that older people don't know what's going on. We have a significantly broader uh, uh, universe of information that they don't have. And they think that that we don't know a lot of stuff that we don't talk about because we have the common sense not to talk about it. Like names of people. And what they do for a living, right? So he gave me a name thinking I was going to repeat it on the air. And I didn't know who it was. And I knew exactly who it was. And now he like, oh, well, guess what? That's how life goes. That's it. But I mean, come on. I don't know whether to be insulted or laugh. <laughs> I think I'm a laugh. But that's a shame that you would think, yeah, yeah. But that's okay. I have his home phone number and his address. I'll just tell all the ladies that if they're looking for a nice guy, uh, they can look you up. <laughs> 